Hello and welcome to the Joyful Infertility Podcast. My name is Abby Clark. I am a wife, an entrepreneur, and a dog mama on a mission to help women find joy on their journey of trying to conceive. On this podcast, I'll be sharing my ongoing experience with infertility to hopefully show you how you can take your power back, take control of your life, and create joy as you wait for that miracle baby. Disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or a therapist. I'm just sharing things that I've learned through my experiences that I hope will help you on your journey. Let's get into the episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode eight of the podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. I hope you really enjoyed last week's episode. My conversation with Rachel was so awesome. I really, really enjoyed that. I'm loving talking to my fellow infertility sisters so much, and I just felt like she had so much to say that was just so awesome, especially when it comes to male factor infertility. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, seriously, highly recommend going and checking that out. I wanted to really quickly do another little shout out to one of you beautiful people (laughs) who has submitted a review on my podcast in the last little while. This one is from redhead underscore Megan on Apple podcast who said, I already love this podcast. Abby speaks to me. She has a way of making you feel heard and loved. Let's find joy. And yes, girl, that is exactly what this is all about. And that is going to be Well, obviously, it's the focus of every podcast that I do, and that includes today's episode. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this today. I actually was struggling to come up with a podcast topic for this week. It's literally the day before this episode is going to be released. It's Tuesday the 24th, and this episode is supposed to come out tomorrow, Wednesday the 25th, and I've just not had time to record an episode, and I was um, sitting at on the couch last night thinking like, oh man, I really got to record an episode for this week. I don't have anything prepared. And I just like didn't know what to talk about. And I actually put a little question box on my Instagram stories asking you guys like, what would you guys like me to talk about? And I got a lot of really awesome suggestions. And then I remembered, <laughs> I, I will take those suggestions. I'm going to save them and remember them and probably turn those into episodes in the future. But then I remembered something that happened this weekend. So if you follow me on Instagram, you know that like fairly regularly, I do something I call confessions. Like I, I put a little, one of those little question boxes in my stories and I encourage people to share their confessions for that week. And it can be about infertility or literally anything. I get kind of a wide range of things, but most most of them typically tend to be about kind of what people are going through on their fertility journey at the moment. And I really love doing it because it sparks such awesome conversation like every time I do it. And I get lots of messages from people saying that they just appreciate it so much because when people, when I share people's confessions on their stories, it makes them feel less alone if they're having the same kinds of thoughts and feelings as as that person who shared that particular confession. So one one that I get a lot is people sort of having trouble with wanting to do things, make plans because they're trying to conceive. So I really wanted to talk about this week, this idea of living through the waiting, right? Like not uh, just putting life on hold while you're trying to conceive. Here is the one from this week that kind of sparked my inspiration for doing this episode. This person said that their confession was that uh, we're having a delayed honeymoon 
because of COVID, it's coming up. And she said, I'm not excited because it means a stop to medicated trying to conceive, to doing a medicated cycle. And honestly, my heart just goes out to you, (laughs) to this person. And if anybody else is feeling a similar way, I did answer this one on my Instagram story. Like I shared it and shared a little advice to this one, but it's something that I'm really passionate about. And so, like I said, I have decided to turn it into a full podcast episode because I feel like I could talk about this for a long time. So I'm going to kind of do tell you like what the bottom line uh, is of what I think about this. And then I'll kind of go into more detail of how, how we can kind of switch this mindset. So here's the thing with infertility. And I said this on my Instagram story. Infertility steals so much from us, right? Like, innocence, (laughs) the ability to just like enjoy a pregnancy, I think is taken away a lot of times for people. Rachel and I talked about this a little bit last week. Like you just know so much more about how pregnancy works and all the things that can go wrong. Um, So your innocence around trying to conceive in pregnancy is kind of taken away from you when you're experiencing infertility. Um, It steals your ability to control like how and when you'd like to have a family or just your sense of control over your life in general and so much more, right? Like infertility can really feel like it steals so much from us and changes so much of our lives. And I really want you to hear this. Please do not let it steal memories, experiences, and relationships from you too, okay? (laughs) It's totally, totally normal to feel this way, to feel like you don't want to go on vacations, you don't want to make plans, you don't want to do things because of the what-ifs of trying to conceive, right? But listen, listen, taking one month off of trying to conceive to go on a vacation with your significant other or your family or a wedding or (laughs) things or friends, you know, going on trips with friends, it's not going to hurt. Taking a month off is not going to hurt. You aren't missing your chance. I think it's really easy to feel that way, right? Like, oh, if I take, but if I take this month off, like what if this was the month that I was supposed to get pregnant and now I'm I'm choosing not to, I'm choosing to go on this vacation and we're going to be out of town and I won't be able to have sex with my husband when I'm ovulating and all this stuff, right? I just really don't think that's how it works. I don't, I believe in God, right? I believe that there is a plan, but I also believe in agency. We have agency over our own lives and our choices. And as much as I do believe in in God and and that there is a plan for us that that actually increases my belief strengthens my belief that um there isn't like one set of things that can happen in your life there's not one set plan that has to happen right so if you decide to take this month off you're not missing your chance you're not missing it wasn't fate that you do you know what i'm trying to say i hope this is making sense there's going to be plenty of opportunities to get pregnant okay but you only get one honeymoon to this person that that submitted this question specific or this confession specifically. You only get one honeymoon. You only get one summer of 2022, right? I thought that this was an appropriate topic to talk about with summer coming up and and vacations and stuff. And it can it can sometimes feel like, oh, there's so much going on. What if we don't have time to to try and get pregnant. We're going to miss our fertile window. We're going to miss that. No, 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 no. Stop. 
<laughs> this summer is only going to happen once. Please don't let fear and like the what ifs keep you from living your life and making memories and strengthening relationships. That's, I think, the thing that gets me about this is when people are putting so much priority into trying to conceive, not to say that it shouldn't be a priority, it absolutely should. But when that starts to take priority over your relationships, especially your relationship with your spouse, like it's time to sit down and evaluate, like, what are we actually doing here? Because if you are sacrificing your relationship for the sake of trying to get pregnant, like, what is the point of that? (laughs) That, that doesn't make any sense. Your relationship with your spouse is number one. I truly believe that even once you have kids. Maybe this is controversial. I don't know if it is, but I think throughout the rest of your life, through your whole life, the number one most important relationship besides the relationship between you and God, if that's something that you believe in and prioritize, is your relationship with your spouse over over your relationship with your kids. Like I said, this might be controversial, but this is really what I think. Because at the end of the day, your kids someday are going to grow up. They're going to leave. They're always going to be your kids, of course, but who's going to be with you at the end of your life when you're old and wrinkly? It's going to be your spouse. Your kids are going to be around, of course, but they have their own lives. They'll have their own lives, their own spouses, their own children, their own activities. They might not even live near you anymore, but guess who is going to be with you for your whole life? It's your spouse. So if you are sacrificing that relationship, if that relationship is being hurt, as a direct result of what you are doing, trying to conceive, it's like, what are, what are we doing? What that, that needs to be examined. If you are having anxiety about going on your honeymoon, you're not looking forward to that special, special time with your spouse, because it means that you're going to have to take a break from trying to conceive. I just, I really want you to examine that. I really want you to think about why are you feeling this way? And and this is what I want to talk about. So the difference between approaching life and infertility with a scarcity mindset versus an abundance mindset. And maybe this is something you've heard about if you've, you know, read self-help books or listened to these type of podcasts before. Um, These terms like scarcity mindset, abundance mindset were coined by Stephen Covey in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I've never read the whole book before, but I feel like I should. It's, you know, hear great things about that one, but that that's where this uh, idea comes from. A scarcity mentality or a scarcity mindset refers to people seeing life as a finite pie. So, I mean, he he talks like this article that I is an article in Forbes. I can link it. So it, they're talking about this like in the context of like career and like the corporate world, but it can it can apply to lots of different things. So like if one person takes a big piece of the pie of life, then that leaves less for everyone else. Or in in this context, if you decide to take this vacation, it's taking a piece of pie out of your like trying to conceive pie. Does that make sense? You're like losing this opportunity to get to get pregnant this month. A scarcity mindset is when you are so obsessed with a lack of something, which is usually time or money. That's usually what ap- applies to that you can't focus on anything else no matter how hard you try. You are constantly focusing on how you're not pregnant, how you, oh, this month, sucks because we are doing something and my husband's going to be out of town. And so that means that we can't have sex during my fertile window. And so we're missing this opportunity to get pregnant. That is 
looking at life through the lens of a scarcity mindset. And it's not healthy. <laughs> you're you're just doing yourself a disservice by looking at life this way. And listen, I want you to understand me. I'm not perfect at this. Nobody is perfect at this. I have lots of days where it's really easy to feel that way, right? And I don't want you to feel shame if this is how you're feeling right now, because it's totally normal. I'm not trying to make you feel shame, but I am kind of trying to give you some tough love here and wake you up a little bit and say, if this is how you're feeling about your life, you don't have to feel this way. You don't have to. It's, it really can be a choice. You can choose to change this mentality and switch from a scarcity mindset into a, an abundance mindset, focusing on what you have. You can so th these are the things you can do to kind of try and shift this mentality. Focus on what you have. So even something as simple as like, because it's taken me longer to get pregnant, I have what? And I've talked about this um, a lot. This is something that I, I actually feel really, really grateful for my infertility journey in a lot of ways because of the person that I have become in the last two and a half years. I'm a totally different person than I was two and a half years ago. I am so much more confident. I feel like I have so much more strength physically and like mentally and emotionally. I am more independent. I have goals. I'm working on things like this. Whole, I'm doing this podcast right now. <laughs> I would not be doing this right now. I would not have the the little platform that I have on Instagram if it weren't for my journey. I wouldn't be with my direct sales company, Saint, which is like the biggest blessing in my life and has brought me so many amazing friendships and is now bringing in an income that I never would have had otherwise, right? Like this is what I'm talking about with like an abundance mindset. Do I have a baby? No, I don't. But look at all of the things that I do have because I've been forced to focus on other things for the last two and a half years. My identity no longer feels tied to motherhood, which is really, <laughs> like I said, maybe that's like controversial, but like I, I before before we like started trying to conceive, I have struggled my whole life trying to figure out what it is that I want to do. Like, what do you want to be when you, when I grow up? Um, I, for a long time, my answer was to be on Broadway. <laughs> that was my life plan for a really long time. And that changed in my early twenties. And since then, I've really never been able to figure out. And the only thing I knew for sure was that I wanted to be a mom. It was what my whole identity was based in was that I am going to be a mom someday and I'm going to be the best mom ever. And that is like the only thing that I really knew about myself or felt sure about myself, which is beautiful. And that hasn't gone away, but it is no longer my whole identity, if that makes sense. Because it can't be. <laughs> it can't be because I don't have kids. I I want them. I'm going to have kids. I really, really believe that. And, and what I want to say, I know that, but I don't think that that should be my whole identity. Even when I do have kids, I want to be, I don't just want to be a mom. I want to be Abby. That's I'm so much more than, than my infertility or my motherhood in the future, right? I hope this is making sense. I feel like I'm kind of ranting a little bit, but, but this idea of focusing on what I do have to switch that mindset from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. Instead of thinking things like, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time to get pregnant. 
think, how can I make the most of this time that I have right now? And I know for those of you listening who are like getting into your 30s, it can be really scary, the the time thing, right? That's not something that I struggle with at the moment because I'm only 26. So I can't, I don't, I can't say that I fully understand that fear, <laughs> the scarcity of time, but but I really do believe that you can you can change that as well. It's it's hard. It's going to be hard. I don't know that you'll be able to totally erase that feeling of like the clock ticking, the biological clock ticking, because that is real. But like I said, how can you make most of the time that you have now? What can you do to make yourself better, to improve your relationship with your spouse or your family or your friends? Don't waste this time because you're afraid that it's running out, if that makes sense. And also, I do want to say that you have more time than you think you do. I really, truly believe that. The more that I learn about fertility Maybe your family's not going to look the way that you always wanted it to, which is a whole other topic in and of itself. That's really hard. And maybe you're always going to have a little bit of sadness about that, but that doesn't mean that you can't still have a beautiful, beautiful family no matter what it looks like, right? I hope this is helping. I hope this is making sense. Um, Another great way to try and switch your scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset is to surround yourself with people who have an abundance mindset. This is really, really important. Um, The people, you know, the people that we're around really influence the way that we think about things. And if you're surrounded by people who are only bringing negativity and more of that fear and scarcity mindset into your life, maybe it's time to evaluate that relationship. I know that's hard, especially if it's family, but maybe you need to hold some people at a distance so that they're not bringing that negative energy into your life. Gratitude. I've talked about this on this podcast before and will probably continue to talk about it because gratitude is so, so powerful. Very similar to what I was talking about before because it's taken, you know, like focusing on what you do have, but specifically thinking about things you are very, very grateful for. It's so difficult to fear to feel fear or sadness when you're feeling gratitude. I've mentioned this before that at really difficult times in my life, something that has helped me a lot is a gratitude journal. I've even had some people message me on Instagram that um, like after the last time I talked about a gratitude journal on the podcast, they decided to start one and have told me like how much it's already helping. And wow, I can't believe, like, I can't even tell you how cool that is <laughs> to hear people like taking my advice and saying that it makes a difference. That's the coolest thing ever. So if this is, you're hearing this for the second time, maybe it's a sign for you to start a gratitude journal, write down three to five things that you're grateful for every single day and watch how it changes your life. I'm not kidding. It's really powerful. Um, And then the last one is you can train your mind to recognize possibilities. I really liked this quote from this Forbes article. It said, the brain can only absorb so much. So So if your belief is I can't do it or it's impossible or I'm running out of time or this is never going to happen or we're missing out on our opportunity this month because we want to go on our honeymoon, <laughs> then any other thoughts contradicting that will get thrown out. Your brain can only think so many things or absorb so many things. So start training your mind to loosen the focus 
and create an expanded awareness. I really like that. Ask yourself, if you had all the time and money in the world and you knew you couldn't fail, what would you be doing? Questions like that will help to open your mind up to what's possible. Ultimately, just remember what you believe is what you receive. And I truly, truly believe that. If you're telling yourself things like we're running out of time, we can't miss this month, we're missing our opportunity, this is never going to happen. What you believe is what you receive. I really believe that. And as much as the advice of, oh, we'll just relax, (laughs) right? Everybody hates that. And that's not what I'm telling you to do. But I am telling you that your brain is really, really powerful. And if you are uh, constantly thinking those negative scarcity-based thoughts, it's, it's not healthy. Infertility can cause so much fear and anxiety. And I really believe that approaching treatment with that kind of mentality isn't healthy. And it's why I decided to take so much time off. I took a whole year off of trying to conceive because I felt like that's where I was. I, it was all, all of it was rooted in fear and anxiety and scarcity. And I hated feeling that way. And so I said, we're taking a break. And in the, that's what I've been doing in the last year is working on changing my mindset from scarcity to abundance, from fear to gratitude, from fear to faith, right? And belief and hope. And I really can say that I truly feel all those things. Not every day. There are still days that are hard, right? Not every day is going to be a beautiful, perfect, sunshiny day. But for the most part, like I just can't even tell you how different my mindset is now than it was two years ago. So try to approach life and infertility from an abundance mindset rather than a scarcity mindset. It's not easy. It won't happen in a day, right? Like I said, I've just spent the last like over a year (laughs) trying to train my brain and I'm still working on it, right? Some days are going to be better than others, but I promise you that if you do your best to incorporate this into your life, you'll feel overall happier and more fulfilled in your life, whether or not you have children. And you can get to the point that I was just talking about where I feel like my identity, my happiness is not dependent on whether or not I'm a mother anymore. Some of it is maybe like, I I said this in, I think it was episode four, five, whichever episode was my Q and a episode that, that if I, if I never have kids, I'm always going to feel some sadness about that. That would never go away. But my overall happiness and fulfillment in life is not tied to that. I don't want it to be. And I don't want it to be for you either. I want you to be able to live a happy, fulfilled life, regardless of what is happening in your life. So that is my advice. So please go out and have a really awesome summer this year. Okay. I want you to take the trip, go on the vacation, make the memories, strengthen those relationships. You will not regret it. I promise. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. I love talking to you every week. Uh, Come on over and hang out on Instagram. If you want to talk to me some more, my DMs are always open. I love talking to you guys so, so much and um, leave a review, rating, subscribe, share this podcast with someone that you think might benefit from hearing it. And I will talk to you guys next week.